Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always with Kyle Price. Kyle, what's going on? Oh, not much, man. Yeah, we uh, we don't have a lot to talk about this week. <clears throat> it's been a pretty slow news week in Cleveland. I feel like we need to record every day with all the shit that's been going on. It's basically, the, the, the Browns, yet again, national news. <clears throat> um, negative news, I should say. Uh, hard-hitting news. Yeah, hard-hitting uh, <laughs> bangs you right on the head. So, I mean... It's a slobber knocker. It's been a little over a week. It's been a week and a day to the hour almost. And the if, you, if you're a sports fan, you obviously know what happened with the Miles Garrett-Mason Rudolph incident. And we haven't had a chance to get together to record an episode about it until now, this Friday night. And I think that's fitting because... I think opinions have, changed every day. Yeah, and we would have had to have done like a, a follow-up episode every other day since some of the shit's been coming out. And now that it's officially put to rest, I feel like it's it's good to talk about it now. We've kind of picked the perfect time to do it. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that don't know, quick recap on the incident. Browns were winning 21-7 to with about eight seconds to go. Uh, Mason Rudolph drops back to throw a screen pass, gets hit, taken down by Miles Garrett. Um, doesn't like the hit. <clears throat> thinks it's a dirty hit no flag on the play so mason rudolph is essentially self-officiating yeah. and he's not happy with the hit so he grabs miles garrett by the helmet starts twisting it shaking <clears throat> it everything trying to rip it off his head miles garrett doesn't take too kindly to that he gets up he grabs mason rudolph by his helmet and he's a much stronger man so he rips <laughs> the helmet off very easily that was so easy it's and crazy so then I'll just go quickly into what happened, and then we'll go into the details. So then Mason Rudolph rips his helmet off. Pittsburgh Steelers offensive linemen come over, grab Miles Garrett, start pushing him back. You think, okay, end of the issue, 15-yard unsportsmanlike penalty coming on Miles Garrett, not a big deal. And then Mason Rudolph comes charging at Miles Garrett. Uh, <laughs> words are exchanged, and then a swift swing of the helmet over doink. the top. Doink. <laughs> uh, luckily, bottom part of the helmet, padding first, fortunately, hits Mason Rudolph on the head. Uh, Miles Garrett then gets tackled by a bunch of Steelers players. Marquise Pouncey comes in like the punk bitch that he is, kicking and and punching at Miles Garrett while he's literally being tackled by two offensive linemen already and can't defend himself. He's like Ric Flair down there dropping the elbows. Yeah, basically. I think he went for an eye gouge if I look closely. Yeah. Um, but so so Miles Garrett gets tackled, everything. It's a whole brouhaha. And then Larry Ogunjobi comes in and shoulder checks Mason Rudolph into another area code. And, which was the funniest thing which was, it's great i could watch that one all day it's really funny to me and then end of scuffle for the most part um so after the incident happened obviously miles garrett gets ejected marquise pouncey gets ejected and you know it, it got me fired up immediately sure that thursday night it was tough for me to go to sleep i was up for a little later than i would have liked to be you know the Browns get a nice win, division rival beat the shit out of the Steelers. Always it was an emotional thing. roller coaster of a night, and I then mean. yeah, and then that, that fired me up to where I couldn't sleep. And uh, quick side note, in case you guys were wondering, I am sick, so I probably sound a little nasally and weird. Just deal with it. Uh, I have the immune system of Magic Johnson, and I get I get colds like they're going out of style. It's like <laughs> it's like Oprah hands them out to me. You get a cold. You get a cold. I just keep getting them. Um, so yeah, I am sick. Go figure. Um, fighting through it though for the show, but uh, but anyway, back to the if story. you could see him since we're not doing live tonight, he looks like shit. So yes, okay. I, I I didn't even put my contacts in. <laughs> I'm wearing my glasses, which is a very rare thing for me. But that shows you how sick I am. I didn't feel like doing anything. Uh, Kyle was you know told me he was coming over around seven, so I didn't actually start getting ready until about six forty five. Makes sense, and it worked out. Um, 
<clears throat> but anyway, so, so yeah, so all this shit happens, and, you know, the game ends, and then, of course, everybody on, on Twitter, before they could really get a look into what happened, they're immediately painting Miles Garrett as a monster. And I want to start, first and foremost, by saying that I will never condone swinging of a helmet. I, I wish we could go back in time, and as soon as Miles Garrett ripped the helmet off, he just threw it to the ground, kind of the end of discussion. Uh, unfortunately, you can't go back in time. This is not Back to the Future. It happened. It's, it, it, it is what it is. He definitely deserves a suspension. And I also would have thought Miles or Mason Rudolph deserved a suspension. Uh, obviously, Larry Ogunjobi deserves a suspension. And obviously, Marquise Pouncey deserves a suspension. So I thought, okay, those are your four culprits. Punish them, rightfully so, and move on. Instead, the NFL has decided to use this instance and make Miles Garrett the scapegoat. Or not even scapegoat. He is he's an example that they're trying to set. They are giving him uh, an indefinite suspension was the initial ruling. That was a quick-ass <clears throat> ruling. Too. And it was the next day. <clears throat> yeah, which, Before they could even investigate yeah. it, they're like, yeah, indefinite suspension. Didn't even, get a, didn't even talk to him. They just said indefinite suspension. Yep. They said Marquise Pouncey gets three games, Larry Ogunjobi gets one, and as we sat there patiently waiting for Mason Rudolph's suspension, it never came. No, he got fined, though, because so, that, yeah, that he means got a, a lot. He got a slap on the wrist, fine, and, you know, I don't want to sound like a Miles Garrett apologist. I don't want to sound like a homer because I'm a Browns fan, but if I'm a fan of any fucking team and I see a guy ripping my, my player's helmet, kick him in the balls, because he did, Twice. Kick and punch. Chase after him. And then, yeah, there is a clip that shows Mason Rudolph's hand got kind of low in the groin area right before Miles Garrett did his swing. So it looked like there were two initial crotch attacks uh, being chased after while you're being held by an offensive lineman. So he's already being restrained and pushed away. And then Mason Rudolph comes charging at him again. And again, initially, Mason Rudolph is the one who grabbed Miles Garrett by the helmet to start everything off. Um, and. I mean, call me crazy, but if you get attacked on three to four separate occasions, eventually you're going to lose your shit. I don't care who you are. You could be the most level-headed person you, on the planet. But if you get attacked like that, you're eventually going to go, you know what? Fuck you, dude. And, you know, if this happened to me at a bar and some guy kept attacking me like that, I'm going to grab anything I can get my hands on and I'm going to bop, bop you in the fucking head with it, just like Miles Garrett did. And... uh you know, again, I'm not condoning swinging a helmet. Obviously, yes, if it was the other way around, the helmet, that is, it uh, it could have done some serious damage, which in retrospect, I kind of wish it, it did because Mason Rudolph basically got a slap on the wrist and he was the complete instigator on this and the NFL wants to make sure this never happens again. So they uh, stood on their initial uh, punishment of an, of an indefinite suspension for Miles Garrett and they confirmed it again today. So, Miles Garrett is officially suspended for the rest of the 2019 season, including playoffs, if and how the Browns could do that. I don't know. I don't think they have a chance to make the playoffs personally. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. They do wildcard-wise, but um, you, we basically would have to win out for the rest of the year, which is easier said than done, especially when you're losing your best defensive player in Miles Garrett. So, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fired up about it. I, we'll... we'll talk more about it here as we go but i'll let kyle start off and give his two cents on the whole situation Hmm. here so my initial thought right when i think it happened i think i texted you yeah and said are you kidding me and 
I think we just in these initially our both of our thoughts were like, well, there goes the fucking season right off the bat. It's like, you know, what the fuck? And then you start looking into it. <clears throat> you start watching the replays and you start watching my, you know, my uh, Mason grabbing the helmet and, and whatever. And I think I told you that night, I said, there has to be something else that took place because you see miles, even though he's on top of Mason, you see miles like switch gears. Like yeah. he switched instantly, stood up, switched gears, and then went ape shit. Like ripped the helmet off, was backed up, and then you know bopped him over the head. Whatever. It makes me laugh. Not really laugh. I guess I don't condone. I, I should say. I guess I don't. No, fuck it. I don't care. If 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 I'm a, if I'm getting called something racist or whatever, you're gonna do whatever you want to do. You're gonna do whatever that has to be done. I guess mm-hmm. to defend what you think was said to you. I'm not saying I condone him hitting with the helmet, but I can see where that might have come from. My question is. Mason Rudolph, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, what are you... Okay, so you try to rip his helmet off. Okay, what were you going with that? What was your intention there? Were you just right. trying to tickle him or something? Okay, so you get his helmet off. What are you doing next? Are you throwing it to the side? No. Yeah. We all know what you're trying to do. So you get his helmet off. You're probably... Either you're going to hit him with the helmet or you're trying to punch him in the face. One of the two. Yeah. Okay, so let's move past that. So you don't get the helmet off. You get yours ripped off. So you look like an idiot. Get it. You stand up. And what are you doing charging after him? So your teammates have him restrained. They have him pushed back 15, 10 yards away from you, and you go running after him. What, what are you trying to accomplish there? Right. So that, that's my two biggest questions. And the other thing that got me, too, is like I, t- I think I've told you multiple times, is at the end of the game, both players are asked, was something said between the two of you while on the ground? Because only two people who know what was said are those two. Mm. They're face to face. They're they're it's, it's very loud at the stadium, <laughs> right. especially during a scuffle. Absolutely. So you two are on top of one another. Something you know, both were asked what was said. Miles said, You gotta go back and look at the tape, let them investigate it. So he, he kicks the can down the road with it. Mason's asked the question and Mason automatically pivots from the question. He turns to something else and changes the subject and says something else. So that's when I think I think I texted you or whatever. I said, something's going on here. Mm-hmm. And we kind of just, whatever, we disregarded it. You know, we didn't say anything. And Miles goes on and, and does whatever he has to do throughout the week. And then the shit comes out when he's at the, at the appeal process. And I'm like, you know what? I, I just really, in the, in, the, in the deepest of my soul, something was said. Now, I don't know if it was a racial slur or was it something else that offended him? I mean, it could have been anything, but something was said to him to make him flip from Miles Garrett, the football player, to Miles Garrett, I'm going to kill you. And I don't know what that was. And we're never going to know. But honestly, fuck that. Conspiracy theory, all you want to, someone knows. And, you know, the way I look at it, any potential racism aside, let's just say that there was nothing said other than, you know, maybe some fuck yous. The fact that he tried to rip Miles' helmet off, so Miles then just retaliated by ripping his off. Miles looked like he was done. The the Steelers, I think it was David DeCastro, I could be mistaken, but somebody grabbed Miles Garrett and was pushing him back, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and it looked like the situation was over with. Well, yeah, they were pushing him back, and everyone seemed at that and point. Miles to- Garrett, hands down, he wasn't aggressive, nothing at all. He was just standing there. And then here comes charging Mason Rudolph again, yep. grabbing at Miles Garrett, till then the point he finally swung. Yeah, You know what? I, I, I'm sorry, point, but if you're alone with a bull in a china shop, do you go poke the bull? Exactly. No. If you're in a bar fight and the guy you're fucking with gets taken away by security, do you go running after security and him? 99% right. of the time, no, you don't because right. you know something bad's going to happen if you do. And Mason Rudolph is that 1% that did it, and he came away, you know, scot-free, which is the craziest part to me is that, you know, like I said, racism aside, let's just say they didn't even say anything. It looked like Miles Garrett was completely calm. He got the helmet, just basically his way of saying, fuck you, you want to take my helmet, I'm going to take yours. Yeah, like I just won, I got your helmet. Yeah, and so he's being subdued, taken away, 
And then here comes Mason Rudolph charging at him with, again, it looked like a low hand to the groin area while Miles Garrett's arms were wrapped up. So he couldn't, like, stop yep. him from doing anything. And then he swung. <clears throat> so, I mean, from my perspective, as I've said a thousand times, if I get attacked like that and I get charged at, I'm going to swing with whatever I can. Because at that point, it's three to four on one. Right. And I'm defending myself. And the fact that the NFL didn't see it that way is just truly a shame. And, I again, I think the NFL is just trying to make this a statement. And they're trying to make Miles Garrett an example. And I don't think that the the punishment was just. And, again, I'm, I'm trying to speak. I'm stepping away from being a Browns fan. I think it would have been fine if they gave him four to five games. Because years ago, Albert Hainsworth ripped a guy's helmet off and intentionally stepped on his face, causing him to need 30 stitches on his face. Like, he fucked the guy up. Yeah. And they gave him five games for that. Yep. And you're going to tell me that Miles Garrett grabbing a helmet, walking away from a situation. If Miles Garrett ripped his helmet off and immediately swung it on him, totally different story. That shows me that there was something loose in his it's head. It's like American you know History I mean? X. I mean, this boom. was He took his helmet off and was like basically just saying, fuck you. I established dominance. I'm done with it. And then Rudolph came charging after him again. Yep. And then he swung. So it took at least minimum three pokes from Mason Rudolph to get a reaction out of Miles My- Garrett. Yep. And... The NFL is acting as if he literally ripped the helmet off and swung it immediately. Well, what gets me is like, so he does his appeal process. And, you know, I, I read somewhere, in, I think it was on Facebook today, because all I see is all these fucking Pittsburgh fans, and they, you know who the fuck you are, because I'm going to say it. I'm not going to call you up, but you know who you are, saying he played the race card. And, you know, I'm sorry, but playing the race card is not keeping it to yourself after the game. It's not holding on to that for a week. It's not going to the appeals process and then telling them. If yeah. you wanted to play the race card, the first thing you would have said right after it fucking happened as you're walking off the field yep. is he called me a racial slur. That's playing the race card. I agree. I think Miles played it correct. I think Miles might have told one or two people about what happened. I think he probably went to o- Open Jogi because those guys are good friends. And he might have probably told um, the owner, um, Haslam, or maybe yeah. Freddie Kitchens. And maybe, yeah. Probably and they're, pro- and and they're probably it. like, you know what? Keep it to yourself. Yep. Bring it up when you have to bring it up. Because that, that would, to the to the public eye, they would just look at that and say, "Here's Miles Garrett just trying to cover his ass." Right. Because everyone would have been like, "Oh, oh that's bullshit." Because yeah. everyone's making him out to be a monster. So we're, that we're, guy took it on the chin for a week. Oh yeah, and from didn't say everybody. Anything other than he was sorry about his actions, yeah. didn't say anything else, took everything in stride, and then went to a what he thought was, it was a, closed a closed door, meeting, and it leaked out, and. Now everyone's going, oh, he played the race card. Yeah. You know, I, I disagree. No, playing, you, like if you, you play said, the race card, you say it, it right away. Anyway. Right away. <laughs> so he did everything he was told to do or thought he should do and goes and talks to somebody he thought's behind closed doors in a confined area where he thought he could trust them and say, look, I'm coming to you. This is what was said when we were down there. This is maybe this is not – I don't condone what I did, but my action in a moment is because of this. And automatically the NFL – you're telling me in a day's time, in 12 hours, you investigated this and found no proof? What was your investigation? Did you did you talk to the refs? And, oh, you went to Mason Rudolph's lawyer, probably, or the guy who's putting all these fucking statements out for him? And, and they all said no, and they're like, okay, well, we did. We found no evidence of it. Yeah. I'm waiting, and I said this joking around. I'm waiting for one of those NFL films guys to be disgruntled and then leak everything like TMZ Sports. <clears throat> the yeah, entire audio, audio of what happened. My only issue with that is it's going to be too late. It's sure. Not, it won't be leaked until midway through next season, probably, and then it's going to go. Miles Garrett will be back at that point. There's oh, I'm sure, but at the, at the same point, though, no matter when it leaks, right? 
Mason Rudolph career is fucking done. Yeah. But I think right now, and this is this is the fucking highlight of his career ever. I mean, Mason's never going to get any bigger than this. He's right. always going to be known as the guy who got hit in the fucking head with a helmet. Yep. He's never going to produce to anything that anything and people think it, he's going to be. He threw four interceptions that game and then got bonked on the he fucking head. Right more time, he threw more times to our, our yeah. corners than he, he did his own receivers. He more to the Browns than he did to Steelers players. Hmm. Um, but yeah, and, and this takes me back to the incident with Ray Rice many moons ago where Ray Rice... Was he 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 was out with his girlfriend at a I think it was a casino, he, they were all liquored up, in the confines of their elevator. She was getting a little lippy, so he punched her in the face, knocked her out cold completely, and then dragged her lifeless body back to their room. The NFL heard about this. Roger Goodell came down with a two-game suspension. Yeah, that's it, two games. He knew my uh, Ray Rice had hit his girlfriend, and he gave him two games. And then the video came out that showed him punching her. And that's when he went, oh, shit, we have to up this a little bit. And they right. did a full season. Right. But the fact that initially, before any any evidence got leaked to the public, because you know Goodell saw the video first, and he gave him a two-game suspension. He probably saw that video right from the get-go. Right, that he did. And he probably was like, here's the rug. We're just going to go ahead and try yep. to push it underneath. Two games for a guy who punched his girlfriend in the face. This guy, in the heat of battle. Damn not punch me. He, like, Mike Tyson the shit right. out of her. So now Miles Garrett, a football player, <clears throat> got attacked by another football player multiple times and swung a helmet, which again I'm not justifying. But you mean to tell me that he needs an indefinite suspension for that when right. you first off gave Ray Rice two games right. for punching his girlfriend? And I'm sure in, in Miles' appeal process, he brought that up. Yep. He probably brought up the is it Antoine Smith? Antonio. Antonio Smith. Is that one who like co cocked? Is that Richie Incognito? He, he ripped off Richie Incognito's Richie Incognito's helmet. That was funny swung though. Swung the helmet <laughs> at him, missed. Yeah. But he ripped it off and swung it at him immediately. And <clears throat> Antonio Smith got two preseason games and, and one regular yeah, season. Yeah, right. Game. So he probably so brought all those suspension. up. Yep. All those up and he still gets Albert nope. Hainsworth stepped on a guy's face yep. intentionally, got five games. Miles Garrett swings a helmet with a guy attacking him and gets an indefinite suspension. So now so again, this, the NFL is just using him as so an example. Now this guy who has to sit out the rest of the season, he has to go in front of the commissioner next year, basically. And there's no guarantee he'll even get. No, he'll he'll be able to come back for the first week right. of next year. Richard, Roger Goodell might be games. like Roger. He might now. Okay, you can come back this year, but what six games? Yeah, he has the ability to do that, which yep. is bullshit. So this guy who's out there, who and I'm not going to say as an excuse, but two weeks earlier gets cold cocked by a fan on the street trying to take a picture with him. Yep. Um, he did nothing about nothing it. Nothing about it. Could not could have chased the guy down, Called but did nothing. Gave him the plates. Yep, and walked away. You know, drove on whatever, and he made a joke about it, saying <laughs> if he put his tips into it, I could have felt something. You know. Yeah. Then he comes to this game, this shit happens, and then what, two days later, I read a story about how people saw Miles out by himself, downtown Cleveland, talking to a homeless guy, just helping him out, giving him some money and whatever he needs to get by. So you're telling me this guy is that much of a monster that you have to get rid of him for the rest of the season? And the, the most fucked up thing where there were legitimate uh, like reporty, reporters and news outlets and stuff like that, they were actually trying to say that he should get legal charges pressed against right. him, criminal charges. Right. They're saying they should ban him forever from the NFL. Right. Like, there are people that are taking this way too fucking far. It's everybody in this league who hates the Browns because yes. of how much hype that we had this season. Yep. And, and you know, now they have a reason. or they, they right. They've all been handed a shovel to put a little bit of dirt on top of us, and they love every single Absolutely. So this team that was hyped up to do what they have, obviously have extremely underperformed this year to where we thought they would be. Correct. And now you give an opportunity to shit on the Browns and everyone's doing it. Yeah. That's fine. Good for you guys. You feel better about yourself. That's fine. The end of the day, 
we fucking destroyed Pittsburgh last week. Yep. We beat them. And you know what? All the excuses in the book, the blah, blah, blah injuries, blah, blah, blah secondary, blah, blah, blah. My The, the quarterback was back up. The wide receivers were all knocked out. Um, that's fine. You No one on your defense got hurt, right? Did you not have this quote-unquote elite defense coming Full in? Healthy. Elite defense, right? And we scored 21 so on So they you. say. I disagree. Well, I'm just saying. That's what everyone in the NFL <laughs> is saying. So up until eight seconds left in the game, we embarrassed you. Yep. And... I, that's what I'm taking away from it. I get the Miles thing sucks, but we beat Pittsburgh. I would almost guarantee we're going to beat Miami. I hate saying that, but and then we get Pittsburgh again. Yeah. And I honestly think we have a great chance to beat him again. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll get into that a little bit later. We'll do a, a preview of the week to come. Um, but I, I'm still a little nervous, especially with the defensive line because of the injuries and because of now the suspension with Miles Garrett. You were already one man down with Olivier Vernon, so you were starting Chad Thomas. Now you're without Miles Garrett for the foreseeable future. I like Chad future. Thomas though. I do, too. He's a good compliment to Garrett, but now he's going to be the number one defensive end, so I think that's going to really hurt our pass rush. Is Vernon out this week? Yeah, they already they officially yeah. ruled him out today. Um, but again, it is against the Miami Dolphins, so assuming the rest of the team play up to their full potential, we should have a very good shot of winning, and then hopefully you get Olivier Vernon back next week, but no guarantee because it's a knee injury and those kind of things are very, very, very up in the air. I mean, Vernon's been missing for like four weeks now, I think, at this point. He, uh, he, he left the Denver game. And hasn't returned since. Um, but yeah, so so my big takeaway on the Mason Rudolph thing, I completely understand the NFL punishing Miles Garrett. I think what they gave him as a punishment was too much. And I also think that um, Mason Rudolph only getting a fine is a fucking joke. Yeah. It's truly a joke. Because everybody and their brother, ex-players, uh, some announcers, guys like that, said the same exact thing that I'm saying. So many ex-players came that out. That said, they said this. If none of this would have happened if, if Mason Rudolph wasn't being a little pussy, basically, at the end of the game. Yeah, if every- he wasn't throwing a temper tantrum, none of that would have happened. Okay, you, that doesn't excuse what Miles Garrett did. But again, none of that happened. Every, Mason like, Rudolph every, every like Deion Sanders, I think some like old receivers. The Sam Jackson thing was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Terry Crews. I, I'm just naming some that I actually saw. But yeah. like everyone came out and said the same thing. Like, don't. Don't start none if you don't want none, you know, yeah. because everyone basically said he started it. It's yep. plain as day right there. Grabbed his helmet. <clears throat> okay, step one. Miles Garrett then took his helmet. Then he kicked at Miles Garrett's dick. Strike two. Then he charged at Miles Garrett. Strike three. And then apparently was looking. It looked like he was grabbing at his dick again. Mm-hmm. So we'll put that one as like strike three. He wanted half. to see if the rumors were true. Yeah, exactly. He was like, you know what? My teammates don't let me touch him. Maybe you will. <laughs> and uh, so he got a little touchy-feely. And... So then Miles Garrett swung. So Miles Garrett did one thing, which is swing a helmet. Well, again, not the proudest thing he could have done, <laughs> but he did one thing compared to Mason Rudolph's three and a half to four things that he did to antagonize Miles Garrett and got nothing out of it. Aside yeah, I'm from sorry. You go reaching for my dick line. or trying to punch it. I'm, I'm hitting yeah. you with the helmet. Yeah. It is what it is. If I'm being restrained <clears throat> by somebody and I think this is over with and then I see you charging at me again and I'm kind of defenseless, if I have an open hand and I have something in it, I'm swinging it at you. Right. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. Every, everyone out there saying that Miles Garrett's trash like doesn't know who Miles Garrett is. You know, Especially because you could tell that he... As again, soon as it happened, he felt... You saw in his face. Yeah. You saw the remorse as he's walking to the sideline, like leaving that game. Yeah. And the cameras were right on his face. They saw that he wasn't... Um, it, it, it hit him a lot. It affected him a lot because he knew yeah. what he did was wrong, and he just probably didn't know how to process it right away. You know. And, and my my two my big takeaway on the whole thing, I was going to say two cents, but I've given a lot more than two cents on the issue so far. Um, he was fully in control of what he was doing, in my opinion, because if you look at it, he's being held by a Steelers player 
And when he swung that helmet, he made sure it went around that guy right to Mason Rudolph. He knew who he was swinging at. He knew who the guilty party was. He wasn't just aimlessly swinging it at anybody to be a monster. He was making sure that it was going at the guy who rightfully deserved it. Right. And, you know, my only regret on the whole situation, well, two of them, A, the first one being that I wish he didn't hold the helmet in his hand, and B, I just wish if you're going to swing your helmet at a quarterback, I wish it was Ben. Instead of <laughs> but uh so funny point though it's not not really funny i'll get back to the funny thing but i, I a lot of the friends that i have there's Steelers fans um at least one of them had said that he would be perfectly okay if if uh miles would have just punched him in the face right you know not with the helmet and he would just laid off and knocked him out with his fist which honestly he Mace, mason's <laughs> mason's lucky the helmet hit him because if yeah. miles would have got a hold of him with his fist good night yeah but, you know, everyone worse. would be like, you know what? I would have been okay with that because he's defending himself or whatever, and he just punched him in the face. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but to to a point of the, the funny thing I was talking about, there's a thing, there's a meme out there that uh, has a, have you seen this, the Scrabble board? Yeah, yeah. The, the Steelers Scrabble. Racist. The yeah, Rapist yeah. Racist. Yeah, hilarious. Back to the Ben <laughs> thing. I, I would agree. If it was Ben Roethlisberger, I hope so, multiple people would have beat him with the fucking helmet. Yeah. I, I mean... <clears throat> There's nothing we could do now. It's it is what it is. It is a shame though. It, it really I think, in for maybe it's just Browns fans. Maybe the rest of the 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 fandom in the in the league don't agree. <clears throat> but I think this leaves a pretty big stain on the NFL's credibility. Uh, I I truly am irritated. One of by many the whole stains. Situation. There's yeah. so many stains with them. I'm very irritated <laughs> by the the results of the punishment. And again, Miles Garrett deserved a suspension indefinite. I think is too harsh. Mason Rudolph not getting anything, I think is shitty. And then Marquise Pouncey got one game reduced on his three-game suspension, so he will not be there against the Browns in two weeks. Which, again, if you're not going to lower Miles uh, Miles Garrett's punishment at all, but you're going to lower Marquise Pouncey, who was shown swinging and kicking at a guy in the head who was tackled and covered, and they they think that's okay. But swinging a helmet yep. is the worst thing in the in the. They should have just world. been like, you know what, Miles? Um, the rest of the season, that's your definite suspension, yeah. playoffs included. De- end of the season, you're good to go next year. I would have been happy with that, yeah. Because at least now you have an end point to it, so Miles can focus and just go work out the rest of the year. Go get yeah. in better shape. Go get ready for get next healthy. year. Get healthy. Yeah. You know, whatever. Come back next year with another fire in your. There's two things I was thinking about too. Does this change Miles? Does this does this change who he is as a player when he comes back? Is he going to hesitate because he know that everyone's going to be looking for him to make a mistake? Is he going to not have the the anger that he's had all year? And honestly, Miles has played with a little bit of anger. You can see it. I mean, he's he's jumping off the line. He's getting those penalties for false starts. He's jumping off the line, you know, or encroachment. Sorry, um, he's hitting quarterbacks. Hell, fuck, he broke a dude's leg, but not on purpose, obviously. Right. But I mean, he's playing with that fire. So now with this shadowing him is he going to be a different player next year uh i would say no i think he's just going to come back bigger stronger faster i think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder which is a dangerous thing sure for the rest of the league because now you have a guy that's already a number one overall pick so he's talented beyond belief and you've given him a reason to want to show you all that he means business sure and i think it's only going to be beneficial for us browns fans um but i had a quick thing before we drop the topic and I'll oh, I got another. A, I got another point too. Okay, but, yeah, yeah, good. As many as we can. Uh, my thing is, just, it's just kind of funny how the NFL gives lighter punishments to domestic violence to guys that have, are on tape of assaulting children and things like that. They are given such fewer red marks from the rest of the media and from the rest of the world. 
And this guy swings a helmet, and again, he's being made public enemy number one. The biggest maybe, maybe they thought it was history. domestic because Mason's a fucking yeah. woman. So guys were saying he should be kicked out of the NFL. That's yeah. inexcusable. But again, <clears throat> other guys have been accused and arrested and charged with beating their kids, beating their girlfriends, whatever, and they get like you know four Adrian games Peterson, or six Ray games Rice. maybe. Yeah, Tyreek Hill yeah. on tape of telling his wife he's going to break his fucking kids' arms and yep. like beat everybody doing this and that. Um, and and so you have all these little things like that that the NFL just kind of goes, all right, four games, six games, whatever. This guy swings a helmet on the field at another NFL player, and they're going indefinite. We're making an example, yep. which is just really, again, another red mark for the NFL. that they It shows that they care more about the product on sure. the field than they do about people and their safety and that's why i hope lives. some some lowly employee has has an axe to grind with them and at some point whether it be the end of this season or next season, i don't care when it fucking gets released but i want to at some point something's going to get released that vindicates um miles not say vindicates but at least shows why he flipped the fuck out and i hope to god if that come, ever comes out that the nfl pays me uh miles the money he's missing yeah for the next, rest of the season because he's missing close to like yeah. a million and a half dollars if that comes out i mean i think he'd have a lawsuit on his yeah, absolutely yeah and then bye bye mason rudolph yeah. um but my two points want to make playing himself out of the league anyway, uh, he's dude they're gonna us. target the shit out of him the rest of the season whether you believe miles or you don't believe miles there's enough people especially in defenses that probably believe miles yeah. And then, then, and you know, they're probably like, you know, fuck this cracker. We're going after him, you know? I hope. Um, two points I want to bring up, though. What sucks about this is that the game against the Steelers next is going to be very heavily penalized. You know it's going to happen. Like, yeah. I, I think to set a precedent right off the gate, if another player just looks at another player, they're going to fucking flo- throw a flag for taunting. You know, just to get the, we're not fucking around this game. Um, you... Blue on the quarterback. That's a that's a roughing the passer, fifteen yard penalty. You know what I mean? Like there, there's so many flags that are probably going to fly because they're going to try to nip it in the butt right away. I think the NFL is going to come out and the officials are going to come out. And it's going to be like a baseball game, where if you throw to a guy, they immediately come out and point at the dugouts and they say, "That's it. This is your warning." Yep. I think the NFL is going to kind of do that behind closed doors before the game starts. Me with every like, team. You know, we're, we're if you do one thing that's a little iffy, we're giving you that fifteen yard on sportsmanlike penalty, and if you get two of those in a game, you're ejected. So they're going to come out and tell them, basically, yeah. we're not fucking around, we're not going to let things slide, you're getting that right away, yeah. and we're going to eject anybody we, we feel fit. Right. Um, which is good. You want to keep the game safe, because it could get out of hand with, with the amount of disdain between the two teams. But at the same time, you know, I hope the NFL sees things and calls them as they should, like they didn't do the first time with my, with Mason Rudolph being... The instigator. Yeah, because you know Baker's going to be targeted. You know, Baker- oh, absolutely. They're going to go. They're going to try to go low. They're going to try to hit him and hurt him, and yep. they're going to be pieces of shit about it. Yep. Which, you know, it's up to the offensive line. Don't let Ma- uh, Baker get hit. It's up to the offensive coordinator. Don't design plays that put Baker in a vulnerable, yep. vulnerable position. And same can be said for the receivers because we did give a couple hard hits to the Steelers. Which I don't know. I, I watched the whole game, and I again, I don't want to sound biased because I'm a Browns fan, but the hits I saw looked like football plays. And if you hit a guy in the helmet, I understand that you get ejected. So Demarius Randall got ejected. Um, I don't think it was. But I don't think it was malicious. He wasn't targeting yeah, that. I think it was just I'm going for a hit, and this guy just happened to have his head ducked, and they collided. Right. I don't think it was a targeting thing. And the juju but, thing was not a, on purpose. That was yeah, just a. The juju a, thing was just a, that was an NFL hit. Yep. And uh, two players came together in that one, right? They both yeah, collided they collided. on that. Yeah. So, so you have these injuries that happen and these these hard hits, but that's football. That's going to happen. I don't think it was anything serious or malicious because again. 
all of this happened well before this incident. And I think if that game would have ended with no incident at the end, nobody would even be talking about those hits. They no. just said, it's football. Those yeah, guys he got, got kicked out. He's done. And yeah. then he comes back next week. That's just how it goes. So I find it funny that the NFL flexed the game back to 1 o'clock. And I honestly, my, my conspiracy, not conspiracy, my theory on this is, you know, safety of the fans. Because I think they're, they're trying to get the most security. It's daylight still and the game's over. If fights break out between fan Browns fans and Pittsburgh fans, it's it's easier to control. I uh, think I'm going to disagree. I think it was okay. more so because being the four o'clock game more eyes on the be, game yeah it was basically considered a primetime game essentially right. um i don't think the nfl gives a fuck <clears throat> about fan safety if i'm being honest because you have guys in oakland and san francisco that get stabbed and beat up and you know all that shit and the nfl's done nothing to change anything like that well that leads into what i was trying to my point was going to slide to free rude me cut me off asshole that's what i do um <clears throat> the uh they had a thing on the, on the radio this week of who is going to go to the game and are you ballsy enough to wear Miles Garrett's shirt to uh, the jerseys of the game? And if so, do you think something's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, the Steelers and Browns have had a rivalry forever, and I don't think this makes things any different. I mean, you had Miles Garrett hitting their backup shitty quarterback on the head. This wasn't him hitting Ben Roethlisberger. This wasn't him hitting, at the time, you know, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. Right now, their team sucks, so they don't have anybody worth getting hit on the head that they would care about. Yeah. Um, even if healthy, if he bopped James Conner on the head or fucking Juju Smith-Schuster, who gives a shit? Those guys all suck without Ben and without Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell there to kind of counter. So, you know, again, I don't think this really reignites the fuel of the fan base. I, I personally don't. Uh, right, I, I'll always hate Pittsburgh. This right, no, same here. So that, that's why, to <clears throat> me, this didn't change anything. I think it's yeah. still just a rivalry. And, I mean, I, I think Browns fans should go there and proudly wear their Browns gear. If you have it, wear Miles Garrett stuff. Sure. And what are the, what, what can they say? Hey, your guy got suspended. And we could say, well, we beat the fuck at E21-7, <laughs> and your quarterback just got – he got look, made like a bitch on TV yep. and got whacked in the head like a fucking whack-a-mole. <laughs> so, I mean, at the end of the day, we win that argument. So, as much shit as they want to talk – you know, it is what it is. I was having so much fun that game too. I mean, Ben Ben Roethlisberger was, was awesome. giving Ben Roethlisberger giving me so much material for memes. I yeah, mean, his fucking old man beard growing. He's always fat looked like an old hillbilly racist. God though, so. damn, it was so funny. I'm like, sorry, I meant rapist. I didn't mean oh, racist. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you That's get a the other quarterback. Other quarterback. Yeah. Um, <coughs> it, I was having so much fun in that game. Like Baker looked sharp, crisp. Yeah. Um, fucking chubb doing chubb things and if austin siebert didn't miss two field goals yeah, it's a three Jesus. score game right so you know the 21 to 7 score looks you know decent but it could have been a lot worse and yep. for the steelers their only scoring drive of the day was due was to our fucking penalties 60 yards or so of uh pass interference so definitely could have been a much well, they were, worse they were game. baiting us that, that entire drive they were just bombing the ball down the field hoping that yeah. we get a pass interference call because that was fucking... right after Demarius Randall got ejected <clears throat> yep and uh so they knew you're 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 working with backup safeties who are just coming into the game so they know you pick on those guys it's just smart football um so it worked out for them but our yeah, defense been, was, our defense was on fire that night yeah I'm, I'm hoping that's a defense I mean it's not going to be the same defense but I'm hoping that that they play like that to the best that they can the rest of the season because yeah. that, that defense was locked down. Corners, I mean, fuck. I mean, Ward had a hell of a game. Yeah. I mean, his knocked away passes, his defenses, his – I mean, he almost had, what, two interceptions, I think? The one he almost he had. One had drop, yeah. Yeah, I mean – And then he tipped the other one right to Morgan Burnett. That was fucking who, awesome. Unfortunately, Mer Morgan Burnett out for the season, out yeah. for the year. That's a big loss. Yeah, that was a hell of a play, though, that, that little yeah, tip. Just, I mean – Our defense was on par, look, or was on top of their game. It looked great. Uh, <clears> you know, fuck the Steelers. Fuck Mason Rudolph. I truly, 
If there is a sports god that I can pray to, I hope he blows his fucking knee out so bad on Sunday that they can't even fix it and he never plays again. Watch him be a I healthy scratch him. because he's afraid to play. Like I'm, I'm the first to say it. I, I'll never back away from saying anything or, or bite my tongue. If Mason Rudolph gets T-boned by a semi on the way to the game, I will retweet and put as many ha's as Twitter will allow me in my character. He can go fuck himself. He's public public enemy number one. I fucking hate him. If you're a Steeler fan and you're listening to this and you're going to accuse me of going too far, uh, you also can suck on my dick and balls because I don't think there's a thing as too far when it comes to me. And, uh, yeah, Mason Rudolph can go fuck himself. I hope he goes home for Thanksgiving and all of his parents choke on turkey bones right in front of him and he can't save them. And they all die right in front of him. I would love that. I hope he. I hope he can't. He's a little late to Thanksgiving, and by the time he gets there, uh, the house is burned down with everyone inside of it, and he has to sit there and watch the ashes. I would love that. He can. I truly want nothing but horrible things to happen to Mason Rudolph. He can go fuck himself for the rest of eternity. All right. And uh, how do you really feel? You know, I got some more, but I'll bite my tongue on those just because I could. I could <laughs> oh, probably, you're gonna hold back now? Okay. Only because I could. I could keep saying awful things I want to happen to him, and it'll, it, it would take up another couple hours. But uh, I think those are those explain how I oh, really feel man. about him. Yeah, we really knocked that subject over the head a lot there. Yeah, so. we beat it right in the head with a helmet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so moving on, there's a huge win for the Browns. The Browns are slowly sneaking their way into the wild card playoff hunt. I think the division's a little out of reach at this point. I just can't see Baltimore going on a you know, five-game losing streak with six games left. It's a little far-fetched. They could. They could start by losing Sun or Monday night. They could, but I doubt it. Um, so, yeah, the wild card is still approachable, very difficult to obtain, but definitely doable. So that win against the Steelers helped. Then you have a big game against Miami, and I, I say big game only because we should have beat Denver. We should have beaten um, Seattle when we had the chance early this season. Those Those two wins would have been fucking huge. And you didn't. You should be win. six and four going into this game. Yeah, right now. you didn't win when you should have. So at this point, it's truly a must-win every single week for the Browns. And you know Miami's been playing relatively decent football lately. I don't know what's gotten into them. Um, so I'm not going to go as far to say guaranteed win because I could absolutely see with all the shit that the Browns just had to go through over the last <clears throat> ten days that uh, they're gonna. You know it's going to come down to... <laughs> It'll probably come down to the end of the game. Like, Miami having a minute. chance to win it because they're driving down the field a minute to go. That's, you know? I'm, I'm truly afraid of that because, you know, not only is Miles Garrett public enemy number one, but now the Browns are public enemy number one. And that's a big thing that I'm a little irritated with, too, is the media trying to paint Freddie Kitchens as a bad coach because of that incident. Right. How would he have anything to do with that situation where a guy was getting attacked and lost his cool... I doubt Freddie teaches that in practice, and I highly they try, doubt they try to get him on that. Some they should, really yeah. did, and and he's not on the field ten, you know, two feet away from Miles Garrett when that situation occurs. So the fact they're painting him as some bad guy, it, it's what really irritated me because he had. Well, no, they're going back. You could do about. Well, that. they're going back to begin before the season started the preseason matchup against Indy, where they're talking about how he said that he encourages. Um, going out there and getting their asses, you know. Yeah, and, and people are trying to corner. Defends, yeah, people are trying to corner him and saying that you kind of thing, right? That you do you encourage? Don't, I think this. you said what was it? Don't back down. Was yeah, thing. and go get their asses. Basically, yeah. so you know, don't back down and do what you have to do. But now they're saying, oh well, that means oh, go hit someone with a helmet. He's like, what? Like, what are you yeah, talking? That about? just shows you how stupid the media are. <laughs> so that's why you know this Probably game. Tony Grossi. If, if the Browns come out and look a little sluggish, or if God forbid they do lose to Miami, the media is going to eat it up. Uh, they're going to want Freddie Kitchen's head on a stake. They're going to talk so much shit. So really, this is a must-win for more reasons than just the playoffs. This is a must-win 
truthfully, the next two weeks are must win. You can't lose this game because then you look like you're poorly coached and you can't maintain focus. And then if you lose against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh in a couple of weeks, people are going to really want to rub it in your face. That's redemption. Mason Rudolph's going to try to dominate. You know what I mean? So, truthfully, you have to go out there and beat some ass for the next two weeks at yeah. least. I hope I hope Baker has a fucking huge game. You know, four touchdowns, I mean, 400 yards. That's the one takeaway that I have for this whole situation is Mason or uh, Miles Garrett being out hurts your defense. Morgan Burnett being out hurts your defense. Offensively, we haven't lost anybody. Yep. You're fully staffed. You're even going to be getting David and Joku back for the Steelers game. Uh, he won't be playing this Sunday. They've already announced that. Um, <clears throat> but you're going to be fully staffed basically on offense. Go out there and just Go fucking light them up. Light them up. Take all the pressure off your defense because if you don't want a close game where you're going to have to rely on backup defensive ends and backup safeties, take the game out of the defense's hands. You know, just outscore them. Beat the fuck out of them. And our and our schedule the rest of the season will allow us to do that. It should. It, I mean, it should allow us to at least beat them and have good offensive yeah. games. Because we're such a well-balanced <clears throat> team. They just haven't been able to put it all together. But you do have the games or the situations where if the weather's not great or if Baker's having an off game, whatever, you have that one-two punch of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. That Kareem Hunt's look, been looking amazing. He looks great, which really upsets me. It makes me sad to think that this is probably going to be his only year here in Cleveland. Yeah, they're not going to re-sign him. I doubt it. As much as I would love them to, I, I feel like he's... I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, Dorsey could fucking pull something out of his ass and maybe get yeah. a, a good deal on him. Yeah, that's Maybe like a one- or two-year deal You don't want to overpay because Nick Chubb's eventually <clears throat> going to need a new contract. You're going to you're gonna want to pay Nick Chubb. And you don't want to overpay for Kareem Hunt because you don't want to have two of the highest-paid running backs in the league on your roster when only one of them, for the most part, is out there at a time. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe Kareem Hunt says, you know what? Uh, thank you for <laughs> giving me this opportunity. I'll yeah. sign a one-more-year deal with you guys. Which I would love that, but... Um, <clears throat> But yeah, so you have that capability with the run game. So if your if your passing game isn't working, you can run it, and vice versa. If the run game for some reason isn't working, which it has all year, so I don't see why it wouldn't. Um, you know, you have a dynamic offense. So you know, it's a must win. Browns have to go out there and look as good as they can and dominate. And like I said, take the pressure off the defense. It's the number one thing in my opinion. Don't put the game in the defense's hands because I don't think anything good's going to come of that. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a little nervous for Sunday though. Yeah. How can you not be? It's just the Cleveland side, man. It's just like here Cleveland we are. We're ten days, or I'm sorry, eight days later, and we're still talking about the situation. We're still fired up about it. Imagine being there. Imagine being on the team and you have to practice and focus and get ready for another NFL. This game. is going to be a testament to Freddie Kitchens, though. Too, if this team Truly, team comes out, can he rally the troops? If he if this team comes out and dominates from start to finish, and they're together, they're organized. Then that's a testament to his coaching for pulling that yeah, back the camaraderie in. and getting the team focused, <clears throat> and ready to go. Yeah, I mean that's because you know next week. The entire week's gonna oh, be it's, nothing it's but gonna it's, it's a blow up again. And they're gonna have, they're probably gonna have like a ass. thirty minute ent- intro to the game yeah. of the entire situation. Yep. You know the the final cut scene before the kickoff is gonna be Miles bopping him over the head with the helmet, and then oh we're here for kickoff, guys. Yeah. You know. And I, I actually I forgot too as I was mentioning how we're without Miles Garrett and without Olivier Vernon. We're also without Larry Ogunjobi because he's suspended for this game. He's back for Pittsburgh, though, yeah. Right, but I meant just this week. So we're three out of four of our starting defensive Luckily, we're missing the these Gone. guys on a team that we can maybe afford to miss these guys at. You hope. But honestly, Fitzpatrick, man, is a fucking wild card. That yeah. dude can come out and drop 500 yards on you or 150 yards on you. Yeah, Luckily, I, I mean, I think I, I like to hope we'll be okay, but I guess never say never. <laughs> um. <clears throat> So that'll end our discussion with the Miles Garrett thing. We will move on. We will talk about the rest of the NFL. Nothing really too wild happened in the league last week. Um, you know, just typical games. I can't think of any. I mean, there's a hell of a comeback by the Minnesota Vikings. 
against the Denver Broncos. That yeah, I thought that was a pretty much done for. I'm sitting right. there thinking like, fuck, I picked Minnesota. Yeah, I think, uh, excuse me, I think most people did. And uh, I don't know, it just didn't pan out that way. But uh, I've got to pull up the schedule here. My computer's being a little slow, but I was going to pull up week 11 all the way. So we can kind of recap some fun shit that happened, if anything exciting slipped my mind that I can't remember. Here, I got the scores here. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, not, nothing really surprised me. I mean, the Colts, I mean, Bills, let's see here, Vikings. Uh, I mean, Dallas uh, struggled against Detroit. That was a good one because Detroit's still without Matt Stafford and Jeff Driscoll is starting for them. Yeah. And they barely pulled that win out. not going to lie, I thought the 49ers were going to lose against Arizona. That was a hell of a game, too. That was a very good game. Came I mean, down to the wire. Uh, New England at Philly. That was a kind of a boring game, but a lot of people are shitting on Philly um, for not having a great offensive game. But New England's got a really good fucking defense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Seventeen to ten is nothing to sneeze at for people that are bashing the. the yeah, Eagles. but I mean, Tom Brady got got beat the fuck up that game. I mean, he yeah, he got time. he got sacked, he got hit, he got pushed. I mean, he he got a, he got a little abused there. And then we have. Uh, <clears throat> The Houston Texans got the shit beat out of them by the Baltimore Ravens. This is a whole man. This Ravens team is not who started the season. Like it's weird. I, I mean, we feel beat the hell out of them. We did we made them look like they were. We did, not, but they're not this. They're, they're not the same team. But then again, they come into our house in what three weeks? Uh, four weeks. Four, I think. We have a chance of beating them again. They're at home. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Maybe we have the special key to shutting them down. But I mean. I, I was completely wrong with Lamar Jackson. I, I'll admit it. I mean, I didn't think this kid was going to be anything he was. And, you know, it's it's still early. Yeah, I, mean, I, he, I still think he's a shitty quarterback. He's still he's still getting his – I mean, who knows? Maybe next year is when everybody's like, you know what? Now we know what you're going to do. Because Michael Vick had, what, three or four good years? Yeah. And then they NFL figured him out. Then they figure figured him out. From yeah. running. And I, I truly think Lamar put, Jackson put is a two, passing quarterback. You put two spies on him or something? Or, I don't know. He is not but, a good pocket quarterback. No. If you force him to stay in the pocket, it's RG three all over again. Yep. Force him to stay in the pocket and be a passer. And that's what we did. That's good. what we did. We forced him yep. to stay. We had we had heavy outside rushing, and you kept the spy the on him. You kept the spy on him in the middle. Yeah, yeah. He had nowhere to go. He had to pass, and yep. all of his his passes are so inaccurate. He's a really fucking bad quarterback. And I'm not just saying that as a Browns fan. He just he really is a bad quarterback. He's a great runner. He's electrifying. He looks like he's he's a Madden player when he's running the ball. If he gets some open field. But if you make him stay in the pocket, I'm not worried about him one bit. And I, I, I feel like it's it's 2018 all over again because he did this last year. He looked great. He was dynamic. People were like, holy shit, what do you do to stop him? And then first round of the playoffs against the Chargers, the Chargers said, here's how you stop him. <clears throat> and they went out there and shut him the fuck down, yep. and they got, they got destroyed. So I really don't think it's that. I mean, I just I don't know what it is with NFL defenses right now that are having trouble with him, but... He is their entire offense. I think, the, obviously, the addition of Mark Ingram is huge for them because now they have a, le- a legitimate running back. Yeah. Um, it doesn't play well. That, it I, doesn't play well to his play action, though. I mean, right. that's, not, that's not the type of running back that he is. But, it, yeah. No. I am, uh, I am not a Lamar Jackson believer, <clears throat> and I think this Ravens team is kind of fluky. And I think given the right circumstances in a couple of weeks, or, you know, it, maybe by next year, defense is going to figure him out. He is always going to be one hard hit away from – Basically the end of his career, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I thought watched. he was going to be down last week. They, they got him behind the line. I thought they were going to hit him hard yeah. again, and I thought he was down for it. But, no, he broke through He broke through it. Yeah, but. eventually he's not going to be able to slip out of that, and that's going to cost him. That's, yep. that's just what happens with running quarterbacks. You can't keep that up, and you eventually have to learn how to pass. And if <clears> you guys <throat> don't do it, it spells disaster. Um, so with that being said, we'll fast forward to week 12 here. It is time for the picks. Kyle has made a 
a slight comeback. He was down by seven going into last week, and now he's only down by five. I will, I will em- emphasize, I have been abused this year so far with these, these challenges. And uh, I've lost one, two, I'm sorry, two already. <laughs> yeah, two. It doesn't feel like I lost the other one yet, but next week, oof, I'm not looking forward to it. But I, I don't want to lose this one, so i got to uh, make a comeback at some point, and I don't want to lose this challenge. As Kyle said, next week will be his official punishment for the Hot Sauce Challenge. Uh, we have been saying that it's going to be next Wednesday. Unfortunately, I double-booked some things. Go figure. That's what happens um, when you're married and you guys don't talk. Yeah. So I double-booked a couple of things, and we have to postpone it until Friday. So it will be on uh, <coughs> African-American Friday. We're going to do it, and uh, <laughs> Kyle's going to come over. Eat the hot sauce, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna go live on Twitch. We do have a Twitch account. For some reason, everything I've read, it looks like Twitch is very hard to search for people. So you have to basically type it in verbatim. It is talking underscore about underscore balls, and then just click like go to page. And you know, like I said, Black Friday, Kyle's coming over. We're gonna do that challenge. We're gonna record another episode. May or may not have a special guest uh, cashing in a reward. To be on the show with we're not, us. We're not recording an episode of this show. We're going. Oh, on, I thought we were going to. No, we're doing your show, I thought. Oh, we got to do both. Well, we can do this. We can do live on, on my, on, on for the <clears throat> the hot sauce, but I was going to do record your episode. Yeah, we your... could do both shows. Okay. All yeah. right. It's a lot of talking. I, I'm used to it. That's <clears throat> what I do. What time is uh, AIW that night? Uh, like, I don't know, seven-ish. Okay. Take. That's a lot of stuff to do in two hours. Why, why two? It's Black Friday. Do you work that day? I I do till twelve, but oh, you do work? Yeah, till till noon. Oh, yeah. then yeah, we've got all day. Okay, all if you right. came over at like three o'clock. We'd have four hours to get everything done. Perfect, because I might have to die and go to the hospital for a little bit. So there's a good chance. Um. So yeah. So next Friday, <clears throat> we'll 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 get some more cemented details as the time goes on. But next Friday, Kyle will be doing the hot sauce challenge live on Twitch. You're definitely not going to want to miss it. So go subscribe to that page. I did put a link on our Facebook. So if you have any trouble finding it. Uh, just click the link of the video, and hopefully that takes you directly to our page where you can then add or follow, whatever the fuck it is. Um, so, yeah, that'll be next week, and then we'll have a lot to talk about. Obviously, hopefully we're talking about another Browns victory, but we shall see. So let's get into our picks for the next week. As I said, Kyle <coughs> has gained a little bit of ground, only being down by five. Today is Friday, so there was that Thursday night game yesterday where the Texans won. Uh, we both did pick Houston, so no changes there. It's a close one, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, last week I picked first and I wrote them all down. This way Kyle wouldn't have any like you know tough decisions of like, all right, well I want to go against him here. And yep. same goes for me. We decided to do the same thing. Kyle has already made all of his picks, so we'll go down the line. I'll pick the game first, and then Kyle will give you what he said. So first one, assuming we have the same page going, Tampa Atlanta game one. You're, you're waiting. You're keeping the Browns and Dolphins yeah. last, right? No, they were just one, two, three, four, fifth on the list. Oh, no, I got the different list, and I'm going off ESPNs here. That's what I'm on. Really? That's all right. We'll just go down your list. Go down your list and pick. It's fine. All right, so I have Tampa Bay at Atlanta. I am going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. They're playing white hot right now. Yeah, I uh, I picked them as well. That's pretty easy okay. for me. Next one, Denver at Buffalo. I went with the hometown Buffalo Bills. I think their defense is pretty good, and I just think Denver is struggling, and I think they're kind of in a rebuild mode. So Yeah, no, I went Buffalo too. Buffalo is just, I mean, I, I think they're just a good, they're a decent team. They're not great. They're not horrible, but I think they're enough to beat the Broncos. I agree. Uh, we have New York at Chicago. Chicago is a very iffy team, but I am going to go with the hometown team. I think that Chicago and their defense is going to be able to shut down a rookie quarterback, so I went with Chicago. We both picked Chicago on that one too. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. I, unfortunately, am going to go with Pittsburgh because of 
just, you know, the Bengals benching Andy Dalton, I think, is a horrible decision. I think Ryan Finley is a fucking bum. And Ryan, Pittsburgh should Ryan win that Hill? one. Finley, isn't uh, it? I have no idea. I think that's his name. And when I said it, I even thought, is I that have right? watched zero highlights of any kind of uh, Bengals. There I have who, been zero highlights. I, I don't know who Bengals the fuck's game. on that team anymore. Uh, AJ Green is on the sideline. I know that. That's I know he, he tried to come that. back, and he's like, no, nah, I don't want to play this year. He came back and was My like, ankle hurts. Wait, what do you mean you're benching Andy Dalton and you won't trade us? And they're like, yeah, that's what we said. And he's like, all right, uh, I'm hurt. So <laughs> I went with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I went with Pittsburgh too. Pretty simple pick. Browns and, and Dolphins. I am going with the Browns. Um, I just think this is you have to win this game. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna feel embarrassed if we fucking lose this one, but I'm going with the Browns. Yep, Cleveland here too. You got to pick someone different than me. Trying. Uh, New Orleans, Carolina. Give me the Saints. I think they're a legit team. Yep, Saints here too. Oakland at the Jets. Uh, I'm going with the Jets. I'm gonna go with the hometown team. That's and we got with. our first. That's our first different pick. Okay. Right, going so. with the Jets. I'm sorry. I got to differ. I mean, I think the fucking Raiders are a team that I didn't see happening this year. I think the Raiders have been a product of a pretty easy schedule. And I honestly, but they have a lot, so much fucking talent, dude. They, they, yes and no. Their talent is young and they're good. I mean, Josh Jacobs, amazing. They got that, what, the two tight ends are going to be fucking phenomenal for years to come that they have playing right there. Carr is iffy, but yeah, their, defense is, their defense is playing legit, yeah. too. Uh, it's not David one Carr. Them. One of them. <laughs> David Carr is the worst one out of the two. Um, but no, I took Oakland, so this could be our first uh, change right there. All right, I like it. Uh, Seattle, Philly, I'm going with Seattle. Same here. Uh, Detroit to Washington, give me Detroit. Detroit here too. Jacksonville, Tennessee, give me the Titans. Tennessee here as well. Oh, all right. Uh, Dallas at New England, that's a no-brainer. Give me New England. Yep, same. Uh, I'll take San Francisco over Green Bay. And that's our different, other different. I took Ooh, Green Bay. Green Bay, really? Yeah, I think, I mean, honestly. Coming I off I, a bye. <clears throat> yes, but I think that uh, San Francisco is just, I don't know. I think they're starting to get... People are starting to see what San Francisco really is. I mean, they're a good team, but they're not, a little they're not elite. And I think Green Bay is going to pick it apart a little bit. All right. And then uh, Monday night, uh, hate, we're, we're going to differ here. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, I took the Rams. Did you? Yes. All right. So Kyle could potentially cut the lead to two, or I could kind of run Jump away, away from it a little bit. So we'll see. Some good picks there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, that was a good one. Nice and easy for everybody. Yeah. No, I like um, that, though. It should be interesting. I feel confident about my picks that differ than yours. I think they're going to be okay. I like it. I like it when we pick some different ones. It's, it's I like doing it this way because then we don't have to like think Base about it Base off too each much, other, right? yeah. Yeah. All right, so we are approaching an hour. I think that's good enough to uh, just about wrap everything up here. Um, spent, obviously, most of the time on the Miles Garrett fiasco saga because it needed to be addressed, and it was a big deal. And I feel like we all got everything we wanted to say off of our chest, and we can now kind of put it behind us because at this point the NFL has made their decision whether we like it or not. It's official. It's done. Um, all we can do now is sit back and wait until the beginning of the 2020 season and hope that when Miles, <clears throat> uh, when he applies for reinstatement, the league grants him week one, no issues, you know, put the whole thing to rest kind of deal. Um, but were the Browns, I could totally see Goodell giving him, like Kyle said earlier, another like four to six yeah. games just to start the 2020 season off, which then Miles can then, excuse me, he can then appeal again. Especially if we play Pittsburgh week one or two. They'll, they'll push <coughs> yeah. him out past that You game. want Miles Garrett out there on that <coughs> field. Yeah. Even though it'll more than likely be against Ben at this point, but still. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, that's it for me. Anything else, Kyle? Uh, no, but I do want to say that whoever listens just to our our, our podcast needs to tune into your podcast next week. Yeah, next week um, Kyle will be 
uh, guest hosting with me. I got to come in and drop some knowledge on Justin here about some uh, world news, politics, and everything else I disagree with him on. So Yeah, so hopefully by then Trump is impeached <laughs> and we'll be... <laughs> That will be talked about. We'll have plenty to say on that topic. Um, but yeah, so we'll all be uh, we'll be back on the air here on uh, next Friday. Two episodes next two Friday. Shows, doing the Twitch video, doing a lot. So Friday's gonna be busy. It's gonna be a fun day. We're end the night with a, a bunch of drinks and wrestling. Yep, as and we're all resting from our turkey hangover from yes, Thanksgiving Day. Absolutely. So to all of our listeners, have a happy Thanksgiving. We will talk to you guys when we get back. Um, and that's that. Anything, Kyle? Later. See ya.